You're listening to Podcasting Paradigms with David Truss. This is Roy Henry Vickers, Part 2, The Seven Emotions and Their Gifts. Walking along the roads, carrying these stones, looking for some place to rest our weary bones, tearing stories and we're singing songs and we create the place we map along. So I'm once again here sitting with Roy Henry Vickers, and we're going to look at the seven emotions, or talk about the seven emotions. Um, However, I'd like to start with a a very powerful emotion that I had when I first met you, and that's because I got engaged, surprised my wife in Euclid in a little uh, bed and breakfast, and proposed to her. She wasn't expecting it for another year, and whole big story, but uh, the next morning we left the place and we were fans of your artwork and had some prints in our house, but we decided that we would have a commemorative print, came to your gallery and uh, chose um, the, the three whales, your, is it your grandmother, your, your father and yourself, and uh, we had the, the honor of having you there, you signed the back of it for us and then um, told us the story of it. So it was a very emotional time for us. And uh, here I am 15 years later, almost the day. It would have been the 27th of August, and we're just a few days before that. And I get to meet you because one of my dear friends is getting married, and you're actually doing part of the service for them, which is another very emotional experience. So just really powerful. And so to sit here and talk to you about this now in your own beautiful home, this is amazing. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Yeah. One of our dear friends. Yes, our dear friends. Yeah. That's right. Tizia. Yeah. Oh, emotions. First thing that comes to mind is my English teacher, Miss Piggott, saying, Roy, you must learn to emote. You must learn to emote. <laughs> and I had no idea what she was talking about. I was in grade 11 and I was, I had a muzzle on me. I, she couldn't get me to speak in English class. <clears throat> so years later, I wind up in the meadows in Wickenburg, Arizona. Had been contemplating suicide and Thankfully, one of my teachers said, life is a gift and we do not have the right to end it ourselves. And so I only had one way out, and that was to change. And fortunately, there were a number of people there. One who had the biggest impact, a woman, was my therapist. And I was stuck in a group, all women. (laughs) So I came to face to face with my healing and every day all of us got together in this room and on the blackboard was a list of the seven basic human emotions and each one of us said our name I would say my name's Roy V and I feel fear anger pain, shame, guilt, joy, 
in the loneliness because I felt each emotion and I could feel it and even now I can feel the emotions as I say the words. Well, what that did over the course of 50 days was help me come to grips with my emotions every day. What I learned from one of the teachers there was the gift that comes only comes when we process the emotion. And every emotion has a gift. And so if I'm afraid and I sit and I process my fear, I feel it, I look at it and realize where it comes from, I can move through the fear and continue on and do whatever I have to do, even though I'm afraid. The gift of fear is wisdom. And she explained it to me this way. Imagine she was on a stage and she walked over to the edge of the stage. Imagine this is not a stage, but I am 40 stories above the streets below in the city. And there is no guardrail at the... Well, she, she didn't have to go any further than that. I could feel it in, my, in the pit of my stomach, and I could feel it in my testicles. Hmm. And I could feel my legs go weak. And she said, I feel fear. Can you feel it? And it was a, it's a rhetorical question, but I could feel it. And she stepped back four or five steps away from the edge of the building. And she felt less fear. And she said, there is a perfect example of the emotion of fear and the gift that's given when you process it. I was afraid because it was dangerous. I could fall and lose my life. I processed the emotion, and I did a very wise thing. I stepped away from the edge of the building. You cannot intellectually acquire wisdom. You can only acquire wisdom by processing your fear. Amazing. <laughs> it just, I, was, I was so tickled when I heard that. Well, I went on to learn that the emotion of loneliness that I feel right in the area of my heart, uh, that emotion, when I feel it, I realize I'm, I'm lonely. I miss my loved ones. I'm driving down the road. What do I do? I reach out. I get on the phone. I just hit my little button in my fancy truck now, and mm -hmm. I say, call Larry, and Larry gets on the phone, and he says, oh, Simshan. Yeah. Oh, I can hear you're in the truck. You're traveling, eh? Yeah. Yeah, I miss you too. <laughs> so, so the gift of processing loneliness is reaching out. And so every time I feel loneliness, I reach out to those around me. Or I reach out to an experience that dispels the loneliness. Or I reach out to the knowledge that loneliness can be felt every single day if you're in tune with who you are. Because we really are all alone. We really are islands unto ourselves. 
And it's only in reaching out to others and having conversations like this that dispel the loneliness. Mm -hmm. So really, loneliness is a beautiful emotion that helps us to communicate. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Love it. Yes. And I went on to learn that anger is not a bad emotion. Loneliness is not a bad emotion. Fear is not a bad... None of them are bad. They're all the opposite. They are all wonderful. And they're given to us to help us to know what's happening around us. So if I'm angry, I look at the reason I'm angry. And if it's justifiable, then I do something about it. So I'm angry about the environment. Well, what do I do? I spend hours every day of my life thinking about what more I can do or say to, to change the way society thinks about this beautiful world we live in, our Mother Earth, and how we treat her. Mm -hmm. And so, when I, when I feel the anger, I realize, not as Raging Roy, which I was known as all my life, mm -hmm. I but, can't see that now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I realize, as angry Roy, that I can express my anger with respect and, and deal with the situation. I can say to my son, you know, the actions I see here anger me. They anger me. And, and I'll tell you why, and I'll explain it to him. The whole time I'm explaining it to him, he will realize that I love him, mm -hmm. that I respect who he is. Well, I didn't get that from my dad. I got the anger, I got the shame, and I didn't feel anything. And I learned to behave, or the shit's going to hit the fan. Mm -hmm. Well, there, there's a better way for us to, to mentor dealing with anger. And that's to express it in a kind, loving, respectful way. Mm -hmm. So and the so gift is respect. Respect. The gift of anger is strength. Strength. The strength to do what we have to do. <laughs> so mm -hmm. every warrior must feel anger. To have the strength to stand in this truth and the beauty of who they are. So the gift of anger is strength. And there are many, there, it, it, it works negatively as well as positively. There, there are walls, in, there are gyprock walls that had holes in them that needed to be patched because of my rage, which is mm -hmm. part of rage is anger. And, and I had the strength to put my fist through something or to do something that I normally wouldn't even try to do had I not been angry or raging. And so, for me, the gift of anger is the strength to be who I must be to share the anger with the world around me. So I can be angry with a family member or with someone in my community, yet they can still feel that I have respect for them. So my anger will help those around me to stop and think, 
well, is this something that I should be paying attention to? Mm-hmm. Or is this guy off his rocker? <laughs> so the truth will come to them because we all have the truth within us. And so the person I'm angry with, if they realize that the anger is justified, they will feel it, they will see it, and they'll change. And if they don't because they're so far lost that they can't see it, then I will remove myself from the situation. Mm-hmm. I will remove myself from their presence. And so... Which I'm, takes strength. Which takes strength. You have to walk away, shut your mouth, and just walk. you got to move, move like Cervantes. Mm-hmm. We are born to move. Forward-moving people. So the gift of anger gives me the strength to be the warrior and the leader that I need to be in this world. And I love the, I love the emotion. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to guilt, there are two, two emotions that I really had wrestled with. And one is guilt and the other is shame. And the way it was explained to me that made sense was guilt is a public emotion. And the example, and I, I have to laugh now because I've, I've, I've been the example a number of times. I've just been at a, 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 a keynote speaking event and I've shared my wisdom and my sage advice to those around me and used the four directions and it's been centered in my presentation and I got to get to the airport and get home and the traffic is the, the pits and, and I'm feeling like I, I wish people would just get their asses into gear and get moving and, and this person at the stoplight in front of me is taking their sweet time so I yeah, lean on the horn and get the hell out of it, get going you and I look to my right and there's somebody that was just listening to me an hour ago <laughs> and and what do I feel? Very guilty. Yeah. Very guilty. Why? Well because they were listening to me and they know my code, my my conduct. Yes. My, the way I believe I should be in this world, and there I am not being that way at all. Yeah. And so, what is a gift that I have to be given to me now that I've processed the, the feeling of guiltiness? Well, the guilt is, well, I, I'm going to see John tomorrow because he said he was coming to visit me. So I'm going to ask him to give me the opportunity to make amends, to show him that, yeah, I'm still a shithead sometimes and I still have a lot of anger and and he saw it there and can you please give me the time to show you that I really am changing and that's happening less and less in my life. Mm -hmm. So the gift of guilt is making amends. Amends. And in my ways. And shame. <clears throat> the way this woman explained shame to me was we we human beings all feel shame. And where do I feel shame? Where do I feel anger? I feel it in in my my fists, in my arms, goes right to my fists. I can just follow my fists in anger, that's usually the first thing I'll do. 
where my body will just stiffen right up. And where do I feel shame? It's in the core, in my very core. And 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 if I go into a shame spiral and I can't get out of it, it goes into my face. It affects everything about me, and I just I've been just caught up in this this whirlwind of shame, and I feel like I have no right to be in this world. And that's what I felt when I wanted to take my life. The woman who explained shame to me was very wise because she had practiced her anger, she or practiced her fear. Mm-hmm. She said, "You remember when I came up, and I came onto the stage, I tripped, and I'm very fair, and I have freckles, and you could see my face go red. That shame, that shame, and you saw me feel it." and then come out of it within seconds and make my presentation to you. And so I felt the shame. Why? Because I'm not perfect. I tripped and fell. We all make mistakes. We all trip and fall. We all screw up. So what is shame? It is a spiritual emotion. It is given to us by the Creator of all. And all we need to do is know that we are not perfect. We will never be perfect. And we have this infinitesimal amount of shame that we were born with, and that's all we need in life. We don't need anybody else to shame us. We don't need mom or dad saying, shame on you, you know better. And, and that actually is abusive, to do that to our children. And so shame, the emotion of shame, the gift of shame, is to know that there is a God. That the creator of all really does exist, no matter what anyone says. And I'm okay. I'm not perfect. And for me, I learned that one day, and I was struggling with my this one painting. And I couldn't get it right. And I knew in my mind what I could see. And I was having difficulty. And, well, I could fix this a little more. And I could fix this a little more. And I thought, you know, your perfectionism could just have you working on this painting for the rest of your life. And you will never get it perfect, right? So, is this the best you can do right now? Yeah, it is. So sign it and move on. (laughs) Move. Move forward. Step away from this. Say, thank you, that's the best I could do. And if somebody likes it, great. If they don't, well, that was the best I could do at the time. time. (laughs) So it's a very very freeing emotion, shame, when we deal with it. And it's like truth. In the scriptures that I've read, truth will set you free. Well, how? Well, because you know the truth. And you don't have to be anything. You don't have to do anything. It's true, and that's the way it is. You believe me? Great. You don't believe me? It's okay, too. <laughs> makes no difference. The truth still exists. And so for me, that, that, that guilt and the shame were, were so incredible to, to get an idea, to see what they are, and to live with them. And I... I continue to work with shame, and it's something that was just drilled into me day after day after day after day. Shame on you, shame on you, shame on you, shame on you. And so, every day I still fight it. Here I am, 65 years old, been working 
20 years at, at this and I still, I don't go into the shame spiral anymore, mm-hmm. but I feel it. And I can feel the spiral start. I can feel the whole tornado start and I can stop it. Why not? Because I'm not perfect, never mm-hmm. will be. <laughs> so it's a very freeing thing. So how many have we covered now? Uh, fear, anger. loneliness, anger, guilt, and shame. Joy. 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 Pain. Joy and pain. So the last two. The last two. That's nice that they've been left to last because they are actually partners. So let's go to pain first. The gift of pain is healing. Okay, let's just jump to joy right away. Okay. The gift of joy is healing. Oh. They are the two emotions that are that share the same gift. And when that was told to me, it was like this. Just like the snap of the finger. That's why when I cry and I have pain and the tears flow. That's why when I am so happy, the tears flow. (laughs) (laughs) And it's the healing, it's the joy that I had as a child and I still have it as as an an elder. And I can be the child. I can still be that child because I am that child. I don't have to just be some stodgy old elder that's a very spiritual person. (laughs) You know, I can still step back into the youth that I was. I can be the child that I was. I can be the middle-aged person that I was. That's that's the gift of eldership, is that you were the baby, you were the youth, and you were the middle-aged. Now you're the elder. And so the joy and the pain that are great in my life they help me to heal every day. That's it. That's it. That's the seven basic emotions. That's wonderful. And my big question of my teacher at the time was, what about love? I thought love was an emotion. And she said, well, I'm going to have to think on that one for a while. Give me, give me some time on this one. And she eventually, days, a week later, came back and she said, Love is not an emotion. There are many emotions emotions that come with the feeling of love. One of them is pain, and one is joy. Those are the two greatest emotions in love. And where do you feel them? Right here. And I thought, oh, right. In our language, Tsum when I say, this is my sequence, my sweetheart is the way we say in English, the translation for my sweetheart, for sequence is sweetheart. The literal translation is not sweetheart at all. It's actually heartache. Oh. <laughs> this is my heartache. <laughs> so it's, it's incredible. And where is it felt? It's sequence. This is the area of our body where our, mm-hmm. our heart is that we call pun. And seep means hurt. So it hurts right where my heart is. Mm-hmm. 
when I think of this woman and all she means to me. <laughs> but I guess some people think, well, that's not very nice. You shouldn't say she's your heartache. You should say she's your sweetheart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, when, when I was looking at these, I was trying to think of, well, what's missing here? And it seems that the one that came to mind was um, <clears throat> forgiveness. Because I think it's such a hard thing to do. But I think forgiveness is really a combination of guilt and shame. Right? Yeah, the outward the outward of what will people think if I actually forgive this person for doing this and yeah. the inward can I do it and or what yeah. still hurts and Yeah. Well I, I learned that I learned a step further from that and mm-hmm. that is that the person never needs to know. There are some people in my life that I've had to forgive and they're they're dead. They're gone. Mm-hmm. They've never known that I forgive them. So the act of forgiveness is not for other people, it's for me. Mm-hmm. It's for me to, to, to tie that knot off and, say, and deal with it. It's done. And that's a hard thing to do. Really, really hard thing. Picking it up and picking it. Yeah, but, yeah, but. Mm-hmm. Never mind, yeah, but just let it go. When we met, I told you my story. And I said, rap, will you told yours? Made our lives up out of some inarticulate perfect glory. And laid our rocks on the opposite shore.